Hello again. I am Melina Vega de Ceniga, and this is an Ask Away podcast. Welcome again to our Q&A series on the dual pathway of rivaroxaban 2.5 milligrams twice daily and aspirin 100 milligrams daily for the treatment of PAD patients. We are joined again by our experts in the dual pathway, Professors Sebastian Debus and Rupert Bowersacks. Hi, good to see you again and good to Hi. discuss again those interesting topics on antithrombotic therapies in PAD patients, which have so many aspects which have not been elucidated in all the details yet. For instance, the gender question, which is so prominent in all fields of our daily life, it's of course also a point of discussion in PAD patients and the question of antithrombotic therapy. Several studies have been published lately highlighting the differences between men and women in vascular pathology, how women are often underdiagnosed and undermedicated, and how most surgical and even endovascular procedures are associated with greater risk, mortality, and complication rates in women. Regarding the dual pathway strategy, were the differences in profile and outcome between genders in the Voyager trial? Yeah, I think we have to admit that really the sex issue and about, you know, the women are usually not well represented in clinical studies. And Voyager only had a little bit more than a quarter of female patients recruited. And it's, it's interesting also. We looked at the sex of the site investigators and there was only 13% women. And the women investigators, they enrolled more women. So we have to do some improvement here. Yeah. Anyway, so we had more than a quarter female patients in Voyager. And it's interesting, the women are different from yeah. men in many aspects. Because we see the men with PAD, it's a typical patient with collocation, the smoker. There were fewer smokers with the women. They had much more hyperlipidemia. And so they have a different risk profile. They had more clopidogrel use. They were different from the men. And kind of as expected, their primary outcome was a little bit better compared to the women. I remember about 18% primary endpoint women and about 25% with the men. But women had much more often unplanned emergency limb revascularization. Yeah. More than a quarter had unplanned limb revascularization. Are the risks of bleeding and complications greater? We saw overall higher bleeding risks for women. But I think this higher risk profile and these higher events of acute cardiac and also limb events really weighs this out. And although the overall risk for bleeding is certainly higher in women than in men, also the possible benefit for women really is high. And uh, for that reason, this treatment option also is robust for this subgroup of patients. So women also should definitely receive this antithrombotic therapy. I agree absolutely, Sebastian. And there's another interesting observation that women more often than men, almost 30%, discontinued on their own decision with the treatment. So adverse effects were lower in women as a reason for treatment discontinuation. And that brings me back to what we said in an earlier podcast, that we have to explain the reason for that treatment to the patient. Why is it important to take it? And for women, it's especially the unplanned limb revascularization we have to talk to the patient and we have to talk to the treating physician. The women should really continue and it's, they more often stop. Absolutely. So, so the indications for the dual pathway are the same for men and women? 
Yeah, yeah. If you look at the results, both for efficacy and for bleeding, the, the P for interaction is not significant. So it works for women as well as for men. Thank you. That's very interesting information. Definitely clarifies. And it's a call for women researchers to participate in RCTs. So um, we have um, a Absolutely. bonus Absolutely. information. <laughs> yes. Thanks a lot. We have, we have to get better there. <laughs> Sebastian, Rupert, it has been a pleasure, as always. Thank you too, Melina. Take care. It was fun, as always. Look out for more Q&A podcasts of the Dual Pathway Strategy. This is a series inspired by your questions. As I always remind you, all the SBS podcasts are available for you to listen to open access in all platforms. The next podcast on this Q&A series will be coming up soon. Talk to you soon. Have a great week. Bye.